Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well. Do a holiday special today. Mm-hmm. People started thinking about... Because uh, obviously this is like the first year... Well, a bit of last year as well, I suppose. Well, mostly last year. But um, it'll be a year where a lot of people are not going away or not really booked anything, not doing anything. So we've got to have six weeks' holidays yeah. at home, essentially. Yeah. So we, this, but yeah, we got to When we find... were kids, we got away with it, didn't we? Yeah, we did it last year, didn't we? Did it last yeah. year. Yeah. I never. I don't, I don't think I ever went away. I think I went away once as a kid, and that was it. Yeah. What, you mean abroad? Or I never went holiday? abroad. I went to, no, I went no. to Buffelli. <laughs> Close Buffelli. Yeah. I was, yeah, yeah Great Yarmouth. And uh, Cornwall, Sun Valley. It, it used to take, in my memory, about nine hours to drive there to Cornwall. <laughs> I think that's yeah. why we started going to Great Yarmouth. So it yeah. was only five hours. Great Yarmouth's a great day out. Yeah. Brilliant day. Sorry, sorry about that delay there before I finish the sentence. I've just got a little bit of a mushroom stuck in the back of my throat then. Are you eating and your I breakfast? Thought, what yeah. You, what are you having? I've, I've gone steak and eggs with uh, some mushrooms with a bit of Steak and garlic. eggs and mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit extravagant. You're having a glass of port with it as well. <laughs> I've gone for a sort of high protein breakfast, to be honest there, Steve. Yeah. Well, it's something you give a greyhound before a race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice, though. It's not, you know, you can't have it every day. No. Because no. you die. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it's a lovely treat. More oh, a bit of steak and eggs. I think also because my... Um, like fifty percent of my children are vegetarian, stroke vegans. Yeah, and uh, you just so, did to wind them up. <laughs> no, not at all. Actually, I'm eating it in secret. Um, but uh, so we do eat mostly like we eat a lot of veggie foods really in this house. So when they so go so to often, school, you just cram a load of pot pies and your sausages and you go just to <laughs> yeah, get just the, the meat, just <laughs> the pepper pepperami covered. <laughs> Can't help myself. Can't help myself. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're all going on a summer holiday. No more working for a week or two. Um, that's not happening. No. Uh, <laughs> No, well, you have to quarantine played. for the two weeks, won't you? For, for <laughs> yeah. her, so. We're all quarantining all together. After now. a summer holiday, <laughs> we went to an amber country, thought it was green. That sort of thing. <laughs> they changed the rules while we were in the air. But we'd already spent £2,000. <laughs> so we're going anyway. And then we've all got a quarantine for 10 days. <laughs> That's the new version. That's the new version of that song. <laughs> oh, dear. My goodness. Brits spent 87 hours fantasising and chatting about holidays during lockdown. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Uh, a poll of 2,000 adults uh, found they fantasised about getaways or started a conversation about them 808 times over the last 12 months. <laughs> Give oh, it a res, Barbara. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to be in oh, Spain right now. I know you've said <laughs> you've said it eight hundred and eighteen times, man. It's half past ten in the morning. Sixty-four uh, percent simply shared their thoughts with their partner. A third talked about holidays with, and in quotation marks, anyone who would listen. Anyone in the street? Oh, yeah. 
All manner of holiday-related topics are usually explored, including the weather, 49%, what they would eat, 24%, and even what they would pack, 15%. That's amazing. Wow. So I'm going to ask you those questions, Steve. Oh, go on. So, go on. Uh, let's, so weather, you're, on, you're, you're perfect weather. What's the most perfect weather for you? Perfect weather is, yeah. is warm. Oh, it's hot, yeah. but it's not. I like a little bit of... Uh, muggy. Um, I like a moisture in the air, yeah. Like, yes, or a bit of a breeze. It's got to be mm. coastal, hasn't it? A bit of a breeze, mm. I think. Yeah, I get you. Uh, and uh, what would you eat? What would I eat? Well, mm. if, if it was an ultimate, if I was going on my ultimate holiday, I'd yeah. go. Uh, I'd go where I went on my honeymoon, which was Bali, and we always just eat just like really nice sushi over there. Oh, I mean, yeah. I am from Wolverhampton, but I do like a bit yes. of sushi. And there's a little secret well, one that we found in Seminyak that no one knows about. And they had these towels that smelled, you know, the hot towels. It smelled beautiful. And my wife went, what is the, what is that smell? She went, can't tell you. <laughs> she went, oh, really? it's a secret. We can't tell anyone. And, That's hilarious. I know. We, we went, they like, never told you? Never told We went two or three times, you know, over a few years. Wow. And, no, still not telling you. Come on, you know us now. You can tell, tell us. us. Nope. Come on. Not telling you. Maybe Frangipani, something horrible. <laughs> What's that? Frangipani. That's their, their flower over there. It's probably that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably that. Um, yeah, where we go in Portugal, mm. there's a uh, fish market, mm. and that becomes part of my holiday. So I get up at I get up at like six, half six. When the catch is just coming, yeah, yeah, it's just coming, fresh off the boat. Yeah, and I go and I get my sardinas. Mm. Is that uh, Portuguese for sardines? Mm, look at you. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, tuna steaks and, oh, cracking, absolutely cracking. Um, and then what was the last one? Oh, what would you pack? <laughs> that was the other, that's the other thing people have been talking about. Well, you obviously, you, you, well, anything special. I mean, it's just clothes, isn't it? I mean, I, I wouldn't pack any trousers. I'll tell you that no. much. I'd be shorts all the way. Is there secret that you pack that as soon as you get there, you, you're so, like, confident that you're like, I packed it. No, no, I mean, you that, do you do the packing? I tell you this thing: when I was doing Benidorm, I my dropped my phone, kicked my phone down the toilet. We mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I yeah, had to yeah. buy a new um, iPhone when I was over there. Oh yeah, and you know the bit where your lead plugs into the plug bit? It was oh. one of the European plugs, oh. like a two pin. Nice. That's my treasure possession. That I yes, got, got an iPod charger. That's a nice. that's a proper two pinner. So that good. I'd have that snuck away somewhere and get that out. But you're not someone who office. like takes. Uh, like tea bags and no, I like can survive. Stuff. I can survive. I've, I've just brought some digestive just in case you couldn't get them. No, I can survive without that for a couple of weeks. I'm yeah. all right. And yeah. most of the shops, it's quite nice to see like English stuff in the foreign aisle, like yeah. the foreign food section. Yeah, yeah. You're, like, you're walking down there, it's just like Bisto. In the <laughs> yeah, foreign but it's, food like, section. it's like eight euros. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so a spokesperson at Jet2 Holidays said, uh, with many of us stuck at home, we've been thinking about holidays more than usual, whether that's reminiscing about past adventures, which is what we're going to talk about later on today, or thinking about the next one. Uh, the study also found that in addition to chatting about holidays, past, present and future, those polled will also enjoy watching 59 travel TV shows a mm. year. Did that a lot in lockdown, did you? I watched a lot of that. Race around the world, watched all the palings. I even it. watched The Cruise with Jay McDonald again. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed Race Around the World so much that I rang my agent and said, if they're doing like a celeb one and they need a couple of comics, give us a shout. Yeah, we'll do that. Well into that. Well into that. Queries from the Ash. It's been shortened, hasn't it? I've missed the. Has it? 
Yeah, it, it used to have that. Da, 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 from the depths of Jason Manfred's oh, yeah. listeners. All that's gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I miss it now. Oh, After we complained about it for so long. Yeah, we're going to have to talk more uh, so now as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is from uh, Mark in Leicester, yeah. who says, I have a question for both of you, and it's something I've thought long and hard about. Okay. How would you survive the Channel 4 show, Hunted? How would mm. you keep off the radar for a month? Oh, so this have is the one the where the I think I have. There's one on Sky yeah. that's very similar. So you've just got to, is that what it is? You've just got to be invisible for a month. And the, and it's actual so. like police and detectives chasing you. So they know yeah. they've got all the cameras, all the CCTV. Yeah. If you use your bank card, how would I survive? Yeah. So Mark says, I've decided that if I apply and I'm successful, I'm going to build a faux wall in my living room. Mm. I'm then going to hide in the wall when they come knocking. And when they leave, just watch telly for a month. It's just an easy solution. And my wife does the shopping anyway. Mm. I'm always going to be in <laughs> to look after the little two. I don't have yeah. to camp in any bushes. I don't think that's in the spirit of things, Mark, is what no. I would say. Uh, it doesn't make for an interesting episode of that Channel 4 show. No, but by the same token, because I, I built this shed and I put the slabs down that it's built on everything, I could, I could move the slabs underneath. I could build an underground bunker underneath this shed. Yeah. I could just pop up to the radio. There's mm-hmm. a telly already in here, and Wi-Fi, and power. I just live under there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I was here. Yeah, but for a month. And also, that's not an interesting TV show. No, no but I'm not here Is to entertain people. I'm here to win money. <laughs> <laughs> I Ooh, think I I'd know. have to... What would you do? I think what would you do? The only place you can hide... Can you leave the country? Be... You can't leave the country. No. No. I think the Highlands. I think you'd have to get up to the Highlands. Is that No one's obvious, finding though? you in the Highlands. I know, but it's so... Is it obvious? I mean, you've said it now. The thing is, if they're listening to the show, you just said. Oh, the lakes then, the lakes. Yeah, you don't mean that, do you? You're saying that to attend all the lakes. All right, the the broads. Yeah. (laughs) I'd find somewhere. somewhere. You want somewhere with a nice farm shop. Maybe Derbyshire Dales or something. That'd be quite nice. At least you've got a farm shop, you know. Yeah, the problem is you couldn't do like a celeb hunting because you'd have people going... Is that, another self hurt. Is that it? <laughs> exactly. Like, damn but it. But then again, there's a lot of times when they go, let us in your car and let's drive us past these. That might help if you're a celebrity. People would let you That's in the true. car, wouldn't they? More trustworthy, aren't you? Yeah, Apparently that makes sense. Apparently so, yeah. Um, mm, yeah, I don't know. Good question, that, Mark. I think, yeah, Highlands, I think, would be my uh, my destination of choice to, 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 to hide Well, out. anything um, survival-related or pick a team, you know, we've gone to Mars, mm. I always bring in... Ross Kemp, don't I? That's one of my yes. five. So out, yeah. the first thing I'd do is I'd ring Ross Kemp and ask him mm. what he'd do. <laughs> yeah, but I think Ross Kemp's a bit of a grass. So I do think you? he'd probably, yeah, I think he'd be the first one to ring mm. the, the detective searching for you. And then suddenly Ross Kemp turns up and you go, oh, Ross. And then behind him, the coppers come. Oh, well, there's an ITV show called oh, sorry, Ross Kemp on backstabbing. And he's yeah, on it. Yeah, I going, had to do it. I had to I'd do it. Him sorry, like a kip, I told him to go to the islands. Sorry, Steve. <sighs> Like, you know, you'd have that. You're off my team for good. It's Nick Knowles all the way from now on. <laughs> we could do, if we do a celeb hunted, let's get let's get on that. If we're, you know, famous enough to, to get on it, that'd be good. Um, we've all do, we're all going to do, um, you know, celeb uh, race across the world, aren't we? Yeah, well, hopefully, yeah, we'd love to do that, yeah. It'd be hard during the pandemic, I imagine. Well, I mean, you'd go from one country to the next, then you'd have to quarantine for two weeks. Not leave your hotel room. <laughs> series would take about four years to And then you get film. to the next place. Oh, that's quite... I mean, usually, like the last series, wasn't there like they'd go through some countries that become like war-torn and there was like war a civil zone, war yeah. going on. And... Crikey. I mean, you thought that was a pain, but 
this is worse, isn't it? Two <laughs> weeks in a, in a COVID hotel. <laughs> Jason Manford. I looked at some flights yesterday. Oh, yeah. I thought we might, maybe we should get out to Portugal. Um, the, fl- the Ryanair flight uh, to go to Portugal, guess how much? How much is it normally? Like well, it's normally 40 quid, like 50 quid. 40, between 40 and 80 quid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, now let me guess. I'd say now it's about 380. You would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd think it had gone that way. Uh, and it's somewhere else. It was £9. Pound. Was it? It was £9. Really? Yeah. I mean, don't forget you've got to spend 90 quid on the tests or whatever. Yeah, still. You're Somebody's still making still. a right profit. I don't get it. On this pandemic, aren't they? Crikey. Mm. I don't. But, yeah. um,. Yeah, so yeah, it was mad. I was like, oh, well, maybe. <laughs> um, I read uh, an article the other day, 25 most unusual items Brits take on holiday. Oh, go on then. Let's have a listen to what we We can play like to. Family Fortunes here. Yeah. So, let's okay. play Family Fortunes. Okay. okay. So let's see see what you can get. I'll give you uh, I'll give you a point for each one you get. Okay. Um, well, tea bags, I think. Tea bags is ping, 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 ping. Number one Top answer. Top answer? 42%. Tea bags. Okay. Tea bags. Marmite. I mean, where where are you going in the world that doesn't have tea? I know, but where people are you going? Like, yeah, but wherever you go in the world, they'll always have that Lipton's tea. Oh yeah. But it yeah. is rank. You want to take Yorkshire tea. You want Yorks. If you're a, yeah. I'm a Yorkshire tea man. If you like Yorkshire yeah, tea or Tetley or PG, you've got to take the one you want. Yeah. You, you probably will be able to get it out there though, because you're probably yeah. going to Spain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so you've top up. You've started very strong there, Steve. Okay, well I can't I can't get any better than that, but I'm going to go. Marmite. Uh-uh. Not on there. It's not up there. Okay, I'm going straight in with the next one then. Beans, on. baked beans. Uh-uh. Not on there. Not on there. No, but I'll tell you what, is it number 19? What? A pie in a tin. <laughs> 3 What, like a frame That's pie in a tin? <laughs> pies in tins on holiday. You wonder why we're some of the most hated tourists in the world. I mean... I don't want any of this foreign muck. Yeah. Get us a pie in a tin. <laughs> Goes right through me, that stuff. I want a pie in, in a tin. That's been in a tin for eight years and eight will years. last till the end of time. Does that yeah. mean you're going somewhere with an oven? Because obviously you need an yeah. oven to cook it. Weird. Pot noodles up there as well. Pot That's noodles are eight, you, number eight. They sell them anywhere, man. Anywhere, man. Versions of pot noodles. Salt and pepper shakers. 8% of Brits take salt and pepper. Salt and pepper in the rest they of the world. those. We didn't invent condiments. Go on, let's see if you can get any more. Oh, ketchup then, on that, on that score. Uh, it's not there, no. Ketchup is everywhere, isn't it? To be Mustard. Fair. But so salt no, and no, no, no. Think, try and think away from food stuff now. Oh, Biscuits away is from... at number four. Uh, okay, and, yeah. Uh, yeah that's away it. from Cutler food stuff. Nine. Well, yeah. uh, you know, travel adapters. You need, you need stuff like that, don't you? Travel plug, adapters. Plug adapters. Uh, this is more unusual Crazy items list. take okay. on tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Go on, try and get another one in the top ten. Well, I'd be well impressed. Give me, a, give me a, like a little clue. What area? Well, um, is it clothing? It could be raining. It? it could be an that. umbrella. An umbrella is at number three. Really? An holiday? Yeah, yeah they don't Some sell umbrellas abroad, do they? Torches, oh. bath sponge, mug. Someone, twelve percent bring their own mugs. Uh, I, yeah, I can see that one. Uh, cheese. Some people bring cheese. You can't bring, bring cheese in a suitcase, man. <laughs> Some people bring cheese, mate. Why do all my shorts smell as gorgonzola? 
you bloody idiot. I've come all um, the way to Italy and I've bought me cheese with me. <laughs> my Gorgonzola. My cathedral city. Um, 2% bring moisturising socks, uh, toilet seat covers, a Union Jack flag. 2% oh. of travellers take a Union Jack. Oh, just, so that, just so they know we're there. Oh, God, what's wrong with us? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, just flying from a Spanish patio. Oh. <laughs> I'm taking one. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. A study in Australia, Steve, yeah. has uh, given us the most unsurprising news, even though it's one of the hardest things to hear. Uh, Aussie study reveals cats hated spending so much time with us during lockdown. Did they? <laughs> oh, that again. is brilliant. Oh, uh, half of the 400 people who participated in the study said they felt the cats were put out by the work-from-home situation. Uh, psychologist uh, Jessica Olivia said about the results, we got some responses that the cats were put out with their owners being home all the time and invading their space. Well... It's a good point because one of my cats does sleep on my office chair. So that would be. Oh, what are you doing on this, mate? This is my bed, isn't it? This is yeah, no, but sleep it's daytime, isn't it? It's work time. It's daytime yeah. for you, mate. I sleep 19 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> About 50% of cat owners reported that their cats were behaving in ways that were interpreted as being put out by their owners all the time. Whereas almost 100% of dog owners reported yeah, that their dogs opposite. were just loving the fact. That they were home all That's the time. That's total opposite, yeah, because dogs just love company, don't they? Whereas cats... Dogs, yeah. Dogs actually enjoyed the extra bonding time so much that vets issued warnings to owners that they would likely experience separation anxiety and be problem pets when their humans returned to, to, uh, to, to office. Uh, Dr. Olivia says a dog was an excuse to go outside and exercise and provided that routine and also that doing so afforded an opportunity to socialise with other people doing the mm. same thing. We don't see that in cat owners. Yeah, I mean, so, I have got one that follows me everywhere, so he was actually loved the lockdown. He was like, yeah, yeah he's yeah. here all the time. Yeah. Get him off me. Well, my cats are ragdolls, and they are, I mean, they're idiots. They're basically dog cats. They, mm. you know, you sort of go over and put your hand towards one, they just roll over straight away and show yeah. you the, the belly, so you can give it a little rub. Yeah, they're meant to hate him touching the belly. That's yeah. is like that. These, these are like, Mental, like to a point where with Elvis, for example, you can actually hold him in your arms like a baby, face yeah. up. <laughs> he loves it. He's absolutely nuts. When we first got them, he was in, my daughter was uh, five at the time, and she put uh, him in like a little buggy, you know, like a, like a... Yeah, like a pram. Like a trolley, you know, for, like for, kids, a, yeah. for a... Yeah, for a doll, you know. Yeah. And she put it in there, fastened it in, and was walking it around. I wasn't, I was half, half watching... And I sort of looked over and I said, I said, you can't do that. And I unfastened it and I took the cat out. I said, don't do that, sweetheart. The cats, they're not, they're not toys. They're not to be played with like that. She said, okay. I turned, turned my back, turned back round. Cat's got back in it. Got back in. Buckle me up. <laughs> so we're having a lovely time, actually. We're bonding. Yeah, it's got a co-op. <laughs> so, yeah, do we... Uh, so, cats don't like us and uh, dogs... Uh, you got to keep an eye on them if you go back to work all of a sudden because they might get a bit depressed. Mm. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So you're camping yep. this, uh, th th this, uh, this summer. When you were a kid, did you go camping? Was that a thing? We went once to like did you? Black Rock Sands in Wales, I think. 
That was the only time mm. we went camping. I remember my dad, we had a portable telly and my dad brought it into the tent and hooked it up to a car battery. <laughs> we could watch telly in the tent. <laughs> Different That's times. Amazing. Different times. I wouldn't even cross your mind now. No. That, that I mean, was a I didn't possibility. Even, no, but well, he managed to watch it on your phone was, anyway, but... Yeah, you got an iPad now. You've downloaded the stuff before you've ever gone, you know. It's a yeah. Totally different world, isn't it? I was about six, I think. That we went everywhere amazing. in Wales. When I was a kid, like literally everywhere, like Dan did know we used to go quite a lot. And I remember going to a wedding. My mate got married in Port Merion about 10 years ago. And I was like, oh, I've never been here. Why have I never been here? 15 quid to get in. That's why. That's why I'd never been there. Oh, wow. So if it was, if it was a cost a bit, then your yeah. dad was having none of it. No, we were yeah, going to the Wintles. Sense. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> We didn't. Um, we didn't really have. We didn't really do holidays. We sort of just. We just played out really for the six weeks holidays. That's all. That, that's all. The summer holidays meant to me. It was. It was. And we were. I think I was about maybe eight or nine when we went to Pafeli. We went. To, uh, uh, I'm, I've definitely told this story before, but we went to Wales, uh, Pafeli mm. in Wales. It was a Butlins holiday, yeah. and um, it was paid for by the Lord Mayor's Fund in Manchester. Oh, you have, yeah, you've mentioned uh, this before. Yeah. I told you this, didn't I? It was like a fund to sort of to let, you know, kids from underprivileged backgrounds. Um, they weren't called that then. Yeah. They were just called scallies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we, that's what we were. Um, but, uh, yeah, and we were, and they paid for this. They paid for us to um, to, to go on holiday for a week in Pafeli in Wales at Butlins. It was amazing. Best Best week of my life. My son keeps seeing the Butlins advert on telly and he just keeps shouting, Butlins, Butlins, I want to go to Butlins. Now, I've never been to well, Butlins, but my son mate, really wants to go to Butlins. I promise you Butlins. now, yeah. Butlins is brilliant. And I'm not talking about when I went as Profelli uh, when I was a kid. I went a couple of years ago with my kids hmm. um, down to Bognor. And, hmm. he, and uh, you know, not in a showing off way, I've spent a lot of money on holidays over the years. You know, I've taken my kids. They've been to Egypt. They've been uh, to Portugal, Spain. You know, uh, America. They've been to some amazing places. And yet, if I if I walked out of this room now and said, "Guys, where would you want to go on holiday?" You can go anywhere in the world. They go, Bognor, Scotland. Honestly, yeah, it's so because it's geared for kids. Yeah, I think now holidays, well, if you've got kids anyway, is as long as they're all right. You then have a good time, don't you? Just by proxy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'll with kids. Um, is, there's a lot of choices, isn't there? But if you've got somebody taking yeah. care of those choices. Oh, it's amazing. And, you know, it's cheesy and stuff. You know, you go and watch the entertainment and stuff like that. But then they put on like a wicked show. Like we watched them, um, like a Scooby-Doo. Basically like a live episode of Scooby-Doo with, with all these actors and stuff. It was brilliant. Yeah, they have like proper amazing. little music festivals on some of them now. Yeah, well. yeah, proper you know, stuff, like yeah. Festival, I think they do adult weekends as well. Yeah. Where just like a load of, you know, like a hen party and go to Butlins for the weekend. But yeah, it was, I'm mean, not to turn this into an advert for Butlins. I'm no, sure these but other brilliant holiday uh, people Pontins. as well. But <laughs> Pontins, yeah. But um, yeah, because you've got the fair and everything. And there's always just, oh, we had a great time. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, definitely take him at some point. Okay. It was a lot, it was a lot of fun. Underneath Guadalupe and the Eiffel Tower. Is that the other two places he wants to go? Yeah, he, I, I sent him a picture of a crab running across the beach when we were in Guadeloupe filming. I want to go there next. And then he just wants to see the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> and I keep saying it's in oh. Paris. He's like, I don't want to go to Paris, but I just want to see the right. Eiffel Tower. Which I can kind of understand the logic of that. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to go to Paris. But, you know, I might see the Eiffel Tower. Blackpool. Yeah, I know. He wouldn't know, will he? He doesn't know what the Eiffel Tower is. It's the same. There it is. is. But smaller. 
That's it there. <laughs> Take them to a pylon. Yeah. An electric pylon up the road. Why is there an Harry Ramsons underneath the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Sue Congleton says, uh, lived in a newsagent's when I was little. And the fridge broke one day in the summer. My mum and dad was giving ice cream lollies and ice pops out for free. I'd never mm. seen so many kids in all my life. What yeah. a joy. What a nice oh, memory that is. That's a nice memory, isn't it, yeah. When you go to the ice cream van, Steve, what's your, uh, what's your choice? You what, to the van? Yeah, when the van comes. I'd go, I'd, I'm not really mad. I'd, I'd, I'd go like a lemonade or an orange uh, ice cream. I mean, I'd have a lime calippo. We've said this before. Lime calippo oh, is my go-to. That's your favourite, isn't it? Yeah. You don't see them very much. You can't find them. No, but the other day I found a shop, had loads of them. Don't know what had gone on there. Loads oh. of lime calippos. Someone went, oh, Maybe I'd get a calippo. I went, calippo, <gasps> the lime ones. The lima there. <laughs> Do you the say lima as well. Oh, <gasps> the lime ones. <laughs> and I've got two of them. Me and my son had a lime oh, calippo nice. together. Oh, he likes a lemon ice cream. You know, have you seen this? Like a cone. Oh, yeah, I've seen like... that. My son Does eats it? lemon. Does like, he? Like a slice of apple. Does he? Yeah, weird. And he doesn't even do the funny face, you know, when you, like, get kids to... Yeah, just, no, that's probably why he got into it when face. you were doing that when he was little. And now yeah. he's like, yeah, right, <laughs> I'll just eat lime. Who's the winner now? Who looks stupid now? <laughs> yeah, I think I I do like a nice, uh, like a lovely ice cream. What do you mean, like I, a um, like a whip thing? Like a, like a, for, for yeah, like a... Oh, yeah, know. we weren't allowed... I told you this as well before, but we weren't allowed... Um, Whippy ice cream. So there's two two ice cream vans used to come to our road. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Whippy. Yeah. And Meskies. Is Meskies like and a proper Italian one? Meskies was like a, a scoop. Yeah. Hey, get off the back of the van. Yeah. Like she yeah. was always angry. Yeah. I can have some raspberry. That is enough raspberry for one person. Like she was so angry. Like she mm. hated children and she hated ice cream. Yeah. Um. It was the worst job. Not for the her. best job. It's yeah. not the best job, but to be fair, we were a little sod. So we'd, we'd ride on the back of a van as she went. What, hanging off that stuff. sign that said, watch out, child. And you'd be like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you'd like, if you had a skateboard, you'd be like, Mark, Marty McFly. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate the irony even when we were seven. Yeah. And um, So the other one so was yeah, a whippy, we, like a... The, and then the, the other one was a whippy, a, a Mr. Mm. Whippy, and they were like rivals, obviously, like Ice Cream Wars. And, uh, but we were, and, and every kid preferred whippy. Everybody, is all children perform. I don't know. Is but it the sort I, of, you know, would go to Mesky's, even though she was angry. <laughs> and mm. uh, he's and here he, again. <laughs> he's my favourite little boy. Uh, what do you want? And uh, my dad, we were we were banned from. This is how much of like a like my dad was proper like extreme left, like proper socialist into yeah. communism. Really, you know what I mean? But he really didn't like Margaret Thatcher. And so we weren't allowed whippy ice cream because he knew or he found out that Margaret Thatcher was one of the one of the scientists or part of the scientist team that invented whippy ice cream. I think it's so tenuous. I think she worked for the she yeah, works at really, the factory. Since, Nothing yeah. to do with that. It's like the Arctic yeah. Roll. Something to do with her as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's such a tenuous. So link. all my childhood, my whole childhood, wasn't allowed whippy ice cream. So well, now, yeah, I, I could be walking past an ice cream van without even any kids. It's not and I'll go and get one. Now, is it? it just tastes like it's just like buttermilk and froth, isn't it? I've, I, I was yeah. never a fan. No, 
Fair enough. I would have preferred. What was she, what was her name? The, the other one. Edge. Yeah. Oh, Steve Edge. What are you doing all the way here from the black country? Well, I don't uh, like the Mister Whippies. <laughs> oh my God! He's a good guy. boy. <laughs> Music matters. Uh, when you travelled to your uh, destinations in Wales when you were a kid, Steve, hmm. um, what was the order of seating? Who, who drove? Who sat where? What car were you my, in? Um, right, my dad drove. I would be on the yeah. left behind my mum, who's in the passenger seat. Yeah. My brother would be on my right. We'd nice. probably be in a, like most of these, would have been in a, a brown Morris Marina, I think. <sighs> There was a point when we had, we had a canary yellow, to to <laughs> canary yellow mini metro. Yeah. <laughs> that one, yeah, I remember that one. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a long. Me and my brother used to play a game, which is very similar to the Stobard game, but obviously we didn't have access to the internet, so we didn't know this. No. Every time you saw a bicycle parked at the side of the road or being ridden, mm. you punched the other one in the arm and said oh. "skinhead." I don't know why we said "skinhead" <laughs> <laughs> rather than bicycle. Amazing. But we just punch each other in the helmet. Skinhead, 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 skinhead. If you went past like a, you know, a, like a bike rack, if you went past like oh my God. Alfred's, someone's getting battered. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Like I was, I, I got the kids in the car recently, and I'm like clipping them in, you know, the Isofix and stuff. And when mm. when when you, we we swapped our car, we got rid of our um, car. And we bought one of these uh, electric ones, these Volkswagen ID three things, mm. and uh, it's lovely. But when you go in, you're asking like. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not asking about you know speed or driver's comfort. I'm like, I'm all about the back. I'm like Isofix rear airbags, yeah. safety for the kids. You know, I'm trying to keep them alive. Yeah. Uh, if the worst would happen, and yet when I was a kid, not only were there no seatbelts or booster seats, hmm. like sometimes like on a lot, we go to Southport or Wales or whatever, we would argue about which one of us was going to spend the entire journey crouched in the passenger footwell or lying uh, across the parcel shelf. Yeah. Different times. <laughs> I, I mean, think the parcel we, shelf, that'd be quite a cool one, wouldn't it? We never even... I've, I've never see seen a parcel on there. No, but you could see... You'd be watching the you know, the cars behind, you'd see the speed. Yeah, it was quite fun, actually. I mean, if you broke, you would roll on under your brother's heads. <laughs> you know, that's best-case scenario. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen a car, like, post-crash, but the the footwell uh, rarely Doesn't come out of it well. well. No. <laughs> Doesn't, no. does it? It's a front footwell or you back were, front well. You're in a front footwell. No, the front footwell, but underneath the passenger seat. Yeah. And like, could so be worse. You could be underneath the, you'd be underneath the clutch and the pedals. That would be worse. That's the worst. <laughs> if, if there'd been another child. Right, just keep moving. I'm going to shout break, move your leg. <laughs> um, in our car as well, my mum had a, a, um, a yellow Triumph Dolomite. Mm, nice. Um, yeah, it's an absolute beauty. Um and uh, it it was battered. I mean, it got stolen once and returned. <laughs> Don't want it. That's how bad it was. They stole it and then brought it back. Yeah, I've had enough That's of that That's how now. bad this car was. It's meant um, to be a joyride, you... mate. That was no fun at all. <laughs> there was no joy in that. And uh, I'd be in the passenger footwell, and if you lift the little mat up, I could see the road. There was a hole. I could see the road. And that was oh. a treat. Well, that yeah. Just saying all that's been in past. Yeah. I mean, like, to world. a point where, like, when you were hanging out, like, if you, your dad would go, if you don't behave, you're not allowed to sit in the footwell. <laughs> like, it became, like, an actual thing. 
Good job he didn't have a roof Amazing. rack. Oh my God, we'd have been right up there. You know, they invented the roof rack before they invented the child booster seat. They're more Did worried they? about your ladders than your children. You're, yeah. Well, that's worrying, isn't it? That's the world we live in. <laughs> um, the, me and my brother used to love lying down on like, my mum used to have an, an estate car. And sometimes, you know, sometimes when I see like films and someone's chucked, like kidnapped and chucked in the back of a boot, and you think, yeah. I used to think, what are you moaning for? I mean, I know it's not Sounds nice, lovely. but at least you've got, you're just by yourself back there. And you're lying in that same space with a farting brother and a couple of picnic chairs and a wet dog. Yeah, exactly. Then you can moan, mate. Yeah, you come to me. I'll give you some stories. <laughs> Good times. Good times. That's the thing. In the 80s, every car was a people carrier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just get in. Get in the back. Every adult had like a lit fag in their mouth whilst they were driving. Mm. It's nuts, wasn't it? Absolutely yeah. nuts. All the windows shut. The only sort of air coming in is that hole in the, in the, in the footwell. <laughs> in the footwell. It's the only ventilation we've got. Claire Housley says, picking flower petals and putting them in an old lemonade bottle with water with my mates, then knocking on people's doors to see if we could sell them perfume. Mm. <laughs> we used to do that. You do you want to do buy that? some perfume? Uh, <laughs> like, an old, nope. like an old lemonade bottle. Yeah, filled with flower petals and water. I mean, what, who do we think we were? I mean, surely you have to leave those in there for like a month for anything to come out of them. Surely you need yeah. to put them in alcohol rather than water. I don't know. I think Somebody it was that easy to make perfume. Yeah. We'd be putting a big... They'd be out of business, wouldn't they? Just pick up a few yeah. flowers, put it in a lemonade <laughs> bottle. <laughs> yeah, we could put like a... Like could do a child's um, perfume advert. Mm. You know, those, <laughs> so those, those ridiculous adverts. Yeah. Um, we could make our own, couldn't we? That'd be yeah. quite nice. Just a, just a kid just walking around a field picking... Picking flowers, popping it in a lemonade bottle, knocking on yeah. the door. You want a bit of this? It's petals. What is it? By petals in water. No, I know what petals are. Well, you'd are. have to call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this is petals in water. Right. I've got water and I've got petals. I could do this myself, no, couldn't no, I? No, 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 no. I haven't got a lemonade bottle, to be fair. <laughs> got you. How much, how much do you want for this? Is it? Do I get the old this, bottle? This is a pound for the whole For bottle. the whole bottle? For the whole bottle is a one oh. pound... And it's uh, petal water by by Paul. Petal water. By petal Paul. water. Petal uh, water yeah. by. Eau de la fleur. Eau de. from. He's from Hull. Eau de la fleur. Eau de la fleur. Aqua. Boom. Boom. Woman. I think I could take off. Yeah. When I, I was a kid, off. we used to do that. And then smell mm. it and go, oh, can you smell anything? I can't smell anything. And it could, the rose scent hadn't come out or whatever. And then we'd all do a wee in it and go, let's make stink bombs. Ah, and that won't well, work that... either. No. Because <laughs> you no. turn up to somebody's door with a lemonade oh, no, bottle no. <laughs> full yeah. of, of wee. Do you want to buy some stink bombs for a quid? <laughs> stink bombs. I, I don't, I, we, we got up to all sorts on our road. Trying to, like, I, I definitely remember going out with a bucket of water and washing people's cars for a Yeah, pound. that was a big thing. How much was it? That like was two massive, quid? wasn't it? A quid? Yeah, it was like a quid, two quid, depending on the size of the car. Like, strangers. You would knock on strangers' doors mm. and say, do you want your car washed, mister? And, like, now, I would, like, I, tr I wash my car. It takes me all day. Mm. I've got two different buckets, two different sponges. One's to wash on, one's to wash off, so I don't get 
you know, so don't scratch it. Mm. Um, there's wax on there. There's all sorts. You think, how the hell did people let us wash their cars for a pound? Kids. If somebody knocks on your door now, two kids, mm. I am a, can we wash your car? Your electric one. Uh, well, I'd say which one. <laughs> yeah. The electric the, one. What, the brand new, the brand yeah. new electric one that I just bought? Yeah. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I just... It's only a quid. A, right, it's gone up now. Inflation, it's a five or... What? I don't want you to do it for a quid. I've got one of those jet wash things, so I'll just do it myself. I think if somebody knocks on my door, I'd let them do it. I'd get a quid. Okay, yeah, go on. You're, you drive a Jaguar. I know, but I still, you know, for a quid. You'd let them out your lovely black Jaguar. It's about giving something back, isn't it? When I was a kid, and we used to knock give, on people's I'd, doors and yeah. say, let's wash your car for wherever it was. I used to do it in a pub car park. I remember going into, when I used to work, my mate used to live in a pub. I remember going into the pub going, does anyone want the car washing? And we'd go outside and we'd wash them in the car park while they're having a drink. You know what I mean? I but mean, if somebody said no, I'd go, what is wrong with you? What do you think we're going to do? Knit your car? <laughs> but obviously now, looking at it in hindsight, hey, yeah, mate, do you want me to wash your car? No. <laughs> Not at all. With the same buckets of water you've traped around everybody's house. Yeah. Well, it's just, no. yeah. Do you know what I would do if they knocked on and I said, it's a pound to wash your car? I'd say, there's a pound, leave my property. <laughs> so everyone's a winner. <laughs> Get off my property. <laughs> leave my car alone. Or I'll release the dog. They're not dogs, they're cats. So, And they're not really meant to go outside, so just go. <laughs> uh, Carol Rogers has a favourite memory from summer, Steve. Oh, yeah. She says, uh, my favourite memories of one summer is when the local disco opened on a Saturday lunchtime for under-18s. Oh, I went to one of these. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was Sunday. Oh. As was Sunday, something like 10 in the morning till 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So it was open for three yeah. hours. There's people spinning on their heads. It was in Smackers. Was it called Smackers? Smackers. Smackers. That's an amazing well, name. <laughs> nightclubs have always got... The ones in Canada were Smackers, Apple Jacks, Silks. Apple I think it was Jacks. in the Bowling Green, actually. It was in the Bowling Green. Smackers was got turned into a, 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 a bolty restaurant, but yeah. uh, it was the song they played on a loop was "Holiday" by Madonna, but the one with the rap in it, you know, with the bloke singing a sample of it. There were people trying to spin on their heads, like ten-year-olds in Cannock, thinking they were break dancers. That's amazing. It was a mirrored dance floor, and one of the mirrors was smashed because somebody had spun on their head and kicked it with their clarks. So that's my... And they had mocktails. Oh, and like we a 10. gateway drug to yeah. drink it. What's, what's, what, was, what was her club called? Um, she doesn't say it. Ours, ours was called uh, the Sandpiper. Mm, that's weird. In Cholton, yeah. A little nightclub in the 80s called the Sandpiper. Wow. And like I said, they did the same thing, like, like kids in, in the afternoon. You couldn't, imagine, you couldn't sort of imagine that, could you? Like, <laughs> could well, when you look club. at a disco, a proper disco, an adult disco... The mm. two things that you are there for are drinking yeah. and copping off with people. Yeah, yeah Now, yeah. you shouldn't be doing either of those when you're 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. At Carol's one, uh, she said, I would have been about 13 or 14 at, at the time. Hot pants, T-Rex, uh, Tamla Motown, thinking we were so grown up. Linking mm. arms with a gorgeous lad that every girl wanted to date. Never got what he wanted, so never saw him again. Uh, must say, I looked about 16 at the time. You had to be 16 to get in. Um, but I can't hear, uh, heaven must have sent you without being transported back. Oh, that's a lovely memory. Good memories. Good times. I remember one summer, just... I remember I had this girlfriend called Cheryl. Hmm. And uh, 
she was like from one of the posh schools, and I obviously yeah. was from the wrong side of the track, Steve. It was never yeah, going to yeah. work. Triangle of Death, you grew up, didn't you? I grew up in the Triangle of Death, yeah, the Quadrangle of Terror yeah, uh, yeah. in South Manchester. About a mile from the, um, the deli. <laughs> 20 minutes from the uh, organic co-op supermarket. The yeah, where they make danger mess. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, tough, it's a tough town. It's a tough yeah. town that I grew up in. Yeah. But I remember that. Just I, I, I just seem to remember holding hands and lying in Longford Park just looking at the clouds for pretty just much the best part of six weeks. Yeah. That's oh, great. That's just a lovely memory, isn't it? And it's funny, like, at 15, um, like, I don't know what dating is like these days, but I can imagine there isn't many men mm. in their sort of 30s, 40s, who would go on a date for six weeks and be happy with holding hands, looking at the clouds lying in a field. <laughs> you'd think after four or five of them, you'd be like, can we, yeah. uh, shall we? Can we move on to the next place? Uh, <laughs> pointing at clouds, but phallic-shaped just... clouds. <laughs> Everything turning rude, yeah. Oh, oh, can you see that on that cloud? Times. What is it? <laughs> it's another cloud, making little clouds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're all going on a summer holiday. Nice. You got, go. It's good. Good impression, actually. I like that. Cliff's quite an easy one to do. Was he at Wimbledon this year, Cliff? Uh, I didn't see him, but Tom Cruise He's double jabbed, didn't he? He's, of course he is. Double jabbed first. A mm. knight of the realm, and at his age. He'd be triple jabbed, just because he can. Exactly. Get jabbed every couple of weeks if he wants. Yeah. To him. Um, yeah, so who else? Tom Cruise was there, wasn't he? Mm. Beckham was there, um, wasn't he? Was there Beckham, Ed, Ed, yeah. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, yeah, they were all there. Lee Mack was there, hilariously. Um, I, uh, I, I I just started playing uh, Find Lee Mack in the crowd because they kept sort of cutting to him, weirdly. And every time he went over, he was eating. Really? Like proper, like, mouth open. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just, it was, uh, we're on like a little WhatsApp group. I was just, we just ended up playing it ourselves. Spot Lee Mack at, at Wimbledon. Eating. Um, eating. That's quite a summary thing, isn't it? That's, that's, I do remember playing a lot of tennis as a kid. There was a, a tennis court near, near us that used to do um, a little discount for the council kids. Because uh, it was quite a nice uh, um, tennis courts, yeah. tennis club. But for the, for the, for the council kids, did, uh, it was like a five or a week. You oh, could okay. go and play. Every and we went every day, and uh, I remember being about fourteen. Oh my god! I just had a, a flashback. I was absolutely. Do you remember just being totally in love with somebody when you were like thirteen? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I don't. I mean, I've been married twice, Steve, since then, and yet I don't think I've ever felt the love that I felt quite like when this. I was yeah. Thirteen. Yeah. I remember there was a girl called Emma Ging, right? Mm. Which is an unusual surname, I grant you. They've always got... Mine was the girl who I was obsessed with at school. She was called Amanda Catchpole. Again, not, <laughs> I'm not even name. making it up. Never met look at Catchpole it. since. No, I haven't either. No. Emma Ging was literally, and I stand by this, and I'd say it even if my wife was stood in front of me, Steve, yeah. the most beautiful girl uh, yeah. I've ever seen. Like, How old were you then? Was it like 10? I was no, I was like thirteen, fourteen, yeah, yeah. and I'd play tennis, and I wasn't really even that into tennis because she played tennis. Yeah, you played tennis. I played tennis, yeah. and oh my god, you'd never see you'd you'd never seen a, a human like her. She was a work of no. art. 
Oh my god, amazing, amazing. Uh, but um, I just remember that that was this time to feel. I just I just think summer just felt like a a time to fall in love. It's all yeah. You no, know, it is. It's more, sunshine, it's, a, it's more romantic, isn't it? Than yeah, yeah. Don't fall in love in sleep, <laughs> do they? No one's falling in love. It's picnics, isn't it? It's like you said, staring at the clouds. You wouldn't be lying on the ground if it was tailing. No, going for walks and yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, The best places for lovers. There's actually a a survey. um, It's dogging done. This (laughs) is nothing to do with that. No. Okay. Uh, Nine nine out of ten of the two thousand people surveyed reported having a better love life while they were away. Oh, what, what on holiday? Interesting, because you're only away for two weeks. You mean on That's holiday, not in prison? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last thing you want when you're in prison is a better love life. <laughs> better life while I was away. Yeah. Um, with the top outside of the box behaviour, getting busy on the beach, people get busy on the beach, Steve. It's the heat, isn't it? The heat and, you know... But what about you're the away sand? from your I've job. never understood that. No. Might be a shingle beach. Might be stones. That's true. That's, That's worse. worse. That's worse. <laughs> yeah, that is oh, worse. You don't want to be getting sand and pebbles stuck in your uh, your bins. No, I mean, right. yeah, like yeah, sizable stones. But then that's not very comfortable, is it? <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Um, so most popular places to on holiday to okay. uh, get a your father. Yeah. Um, number ten in a nightclub. Oh, what well, anything goes when you're abroad, doesn't it? Well, in a nightclub. So. Yeah. Uh, in a plain loo to join the Mile High Club. Oh, just, I couldn't think of anything worse. I mean, why would you do it in the loo? I know. I mean, well, there's nowhere else. You can't do it in your seat, can no, you? No, I guess not. <laughs> but there's three seats. In the there's, cockpit. There's going to be somebody really awkward by the window going, I've just finished that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very odd. Uh, ba- a ba- on a balcony. In the yeah. sea. In the sea, Seven, I can in see. In the yeah, sea. Sort of, I can see that. Can't see anything, can you? No, I think I've done that, actually. <laughs> Oh, next, <laughs> uh, next to a lake or river, that's quite romantic, yeah. I guess. In the pool, ah, oh, come on, my one's playing. Like a giant slice of pizza, Lila bumps into your arm. Sorry, maybe busy here. Can you go over that end? Oh, god, don't do it in the pool, you sickos. No. Uh, in a park, in a field, in a beauty spot. Um, and number one, like I said, is uh, on the beach. The survey found that 82% of men and 78% of women find holidays an aphrodisiac and desire sex more frequently when they're taking a break from uh, from real life. That's true, yeah, I think that's something, isn't that? But that's probably yeah, why there's I a cocktail also... called Sex on the Beach. There's not one called Sex in a Lake. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Sex, sex in your marital bed. He's not really a... No. <laughs> Can I get two uh, sex in your marital beds, please? Yeah. I, I, sex I guess in prison. wear less. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really niche cocktail. It really is. Can I get uh, two bottles of Bex, a cider and a sex in prison, please? <laughs> <laughs> this is... Jason Manford. This is... Matters. One of the big things people want to do is get in shape, don't they, Steve? They want to get in, yes, like, beach, bikini, beach body beach. ready. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, and all that, uh, which I always just think, you know, you got a body? Well, then you're ready. Don't worry yeah. about it. You want a beach? You know I mean? You've got a beach body. you got a beach? Well, you're beach body ready. Don't worry about it. Um, but uh, I started uh, this sort of weight loss group on Facebook a few oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah, We're up to this, about yeah. 120,000 members now. 
Okay. And um, it's amazing, people losing weight all the time, and we do just calorie counting and just being sensible. There's no, there's no secret to it, as I've mentioned before. It's just, you know, watching what you eat and stuff like that. Um, and But enjoying yourself, having a nice, you know, I had steak and eggs yeah. for breakfast, you know, just having normal foods, but not going crazy. Um, so... <laughs> I've, I'm like, you know, it's my group, I suppose, the Jason Manford Weight Loss Support Group. So I thought, do you know what I'll do? For July, we'll do a July challenge. Yeah. Because we did a little, yeah. I did a little um, article in the, in the in interview in the Daily Mirror, and they did two days. They did one about me, and then they did a day of all the people who are on my weight loss group who have lost weight, like before yeah. and afters and how much it helped them and stuff like that. So that all happens, which is great. And uh, I thought, I'm going to start this July challenge for all these new members that have joined. We've got 30,000 new members. Let's do it. So July challenge, right, we're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to try and do uh, walking. We're going to try and walk every day. We're going to uh, aim for a certain amount of uh, calories, depending on your size and weight and all that sort of stuff. And you're going to be in a calorie deficit because that's the only way of losing weight. So I'm giving mm. the big spiel. I'm saying, this is how I did it. You can do it too. You'll be fine. Eat sort of what you want within reason. Um don't go over this many calories for your body and you'll be fine. You know, it's a, it's a basically basic maths equation. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Two weeks in, uh, we did a weigh-in. And um, so I said, right, well, how's everyone doing? Everyone's like, I lost four pounds, lost five pounds. Oh, I've lost 10 pounds. Somebody lost like, you know, eight or nine pounds, like doing this thing. I'm like, amazing, going really well. What about you, Jace? I got on the scales. I put on a pound and a half, Steve. Oh. On my own... On my own weight loss group. How did you? How did you? How did this happen? Well, nobody expected England to get to a final. So when I set up a July weight loss yeah. challenge, I didn't think I was going to have to have a semi final and a final in there as well. Right. So obviously eating and drinking and going out and stuff to celebrate. Forty that. snacks and stuff like that. Forty snacks. I mean, I had I had some toffee popcorn, Steve, mm. and I ate three quarters of a packet. Was six hundred calories. Oh, that's, that's that's a meal. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that full a meal. Yeah, and I had it on a snack. So you can see how people end up spiraling into. into so it's England's mistakes. fault, basically. What I'm saying is, it's another thing to to, to lay at their door. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. I'm I'm blaming the Southgate and his boys for uh, mm, okay. for me putting a pound and a half. I yeah. think that's fair. I think that's very fair. <laughs> Over the last couple of weeks, we've been giving away Jason Manford Absolute Radio Egg Cup. And uh, crikey, they are popular. My yeah. goodness, people really mm -hmm. want an egg cup. Uh, Steve's still looking for an egg cup fact to yeah. win the prize. It's not happened yet, uh, but it is time for Hit Me With Your Best Facts. Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. <laughs> it's rocky, isn't it? It's really good. It's really Damn. making me laugh. I like the fact that you're louder oh, than me as well. <laughs> like, you're really going for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. So the, the essential rules of Hit Me With Your Best Facts is to give us your best facts, nice and mm. simple. Uh, they've got to be real, of course. So you yeah. definitely check them out. We're not going to Google them. We're not going to Google to check whether you're right. So it'll just be literally how amazing your fact is, mm. whether or not you win this prize. But if it goes to if it if it wins the egg cup, we somebody will check it. Somebody first. So will don't get verify lying. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like dogs. Yeah. You know, dogs can fly when they eat a certain. You know, don't make something up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We won't be. We will not stand for that. Debbie says pirates wear an eye patch, so the patched eye is accustomed to the dark. That way, when they go below deck, they can see. They have an upstairs right? and a downstairs eye. 
Wow. That's amazing. I mean, I love it. I'm not Googling it. That sounds no. amazing. I thought I they just lost like an eye. Be- well, it makes sense in a, in a way, doesn't it? Yeah, but it makes sense in a way because they all seem to have a patch and yet not every one of them could have lost an eye. <laughs> it's actually what more likely this, this upstairs, downstairs eye <laughs> than all these pirates are losing eyes in fights. It sounds a bit like he's side. He's got upside, downstairs eyes. Sounds like a good somebody you'd say, here he comes, upside downstairs eyes. <laughs> so what? So they go downstairs and then they swap the and patch they flip over. the patch over to the other side. Does it work like that? You, does it single eye or does your entire... Because I thought your brain turned both eyes into one image, doesn't it? So I don't know, but I, I like know. it. I no, like sure. it. Don't yeah. overthink it. Not going to Google That's it, true. not going to overthink That's, it. Brilliant. That's winnable. Winnable. All right, here's a good one, Steve. Uh, this is from Anne-Marie Cassidy. Uh, she says, uh, the last date that all living humans were on Earth was the 2nd of November 2000. What? That's good, isn't it? The That's last date? What the last it? date that all... That's your birthday. It is my birthday, yeah. Yeah, the, la- the last date that all living humans were on Earth was the 2nd of the 11th, 2000. All living humans? All living humans were on Earth on the 2nd of the 11th, 2000. Are they not... All on Earth now? Nope. Not every every li- living human is not on Earth right this second. Are they not? Nope. Oh, Where else could on. some of them be? Is someone on a space station or something? International Space Station. There's always been somebody on board the International Space Station. But there hasn't so... been anyone on there since since then. What? No. There's always been somebody on there since then. But they're not all on Earth, then, are they? If there's somebody on the space station, one living no, that's what on the... she's saying. So since the second of the eleventh, two thousand, that when... day was the last oh, day when last everybody day, was, was on day. Earth. And then, then there's yeah. always somebody up there. Since then, there's been somebody on the space station. Ah, oh, on my birthday as well. What was I on doing on that birthday? How was uh, two thousand? I think I was in Odsall. I think it was at Chiquitos. <laughs> And he's God, up there, or she's that? up there, looking down. Do you remember that? We used to, we went there a couple of times actually, Chiquitos. Well, it had a Frankie um, and Benny's and everything, didn't it? What was the other one that like was named after a sort of controversial fat American? Fatty, fatty Arbuckles. Fatty Arbuckles. Wasn't was he quite that, the criminal? Was, wasn't that wasn't that near Key though? Was that near Key One Hundred Three? Well, I can't remember. It was near Key One Hundred Three. Yeah. I think I don't know. I think he was meant to have done something bad, but then I think mm. maybe he didn't, oh, okay. or maybe he did. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. We'll never know. There'll be a Netflix documentary we'll about it soon. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Uh, so that's a good fact for man, isn't it? That's a Last good day, fact. All living humans were on Earth was second of the eleventh two thousand. That's like that um, Carl Sagan little. What's it called? Pale blue dot. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard that little no, what's that? thing he does? Or when we finish this, just Google yeah. Carl Sagan little blue dot or pale blue I dot. Will. I think it's called. Ooh, that's okay. about three minutes. It's brilliant. I'm interested. I'm interested. Uh, let's get one more fact in for the uh, for the egg cup. Uh, Emily Hall. It's illegal to import potatoes from Poland. Is it why? We don't know. We can't Google it. Oh, Steve. we can't so Google it. Yeah. Unless they put the reason, we don't know. But it's oh, illegal. You've got to give us the reason. They've got to say something like because in the 16th century, a Polishman. You know, you need to. We need a reason. Well, Emily's Emily's good. At, she's actually thrown two into the mix, which oh, is not really. It's not really allowed, but. Uh, it's illegal to import potatoes from Poland, and scientists who work with cockroaches often become allergic to pre-ground coffee. What? I mean, 
I mean, she's done well. That just wants to be Google, but I, I, that's I, the. I, but that's I think that's what we're looking for in a winner. We're looking for the coffee. one that that As tempts well. you the most to Google mm. it. So up to now, Emily is winning that egg cup. I've got to say. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. Interesting. Your psychopathic hormones there. Is it? Uh, yeah. What is the thing? So, what is it? So, so Cass you... says, psychopaths don't yawn after someone else yawns due to their lack of empathy. I once oh, had a date fake a yawn after telling them that fact. Oh, yeah. Mm. Good. She, yeah, but it was a one and only date. date my <laughs> yeah, date exactly. was a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> Gary says, did you know it was Al Capone who invented the sell-by date? American gangster Al Capone <gasps> thought to have expiration or sell-by dates put on milk bottles supposedly after one of his relatives became sick from drinking milk that had expired wow wow i think um, i think that's that's just that's came in at the end and just i think that's oh, well that is good Crikey. that's a winner for me do you think so al, Cap- oh, I don't know, still, al-, al capone invented sell by dates that's brilliant <laughs> that is very good isn't it i mean of all the things he did wrong and then just mm. right at the minute there, he just, just threw that in to save us all eating off. And it, right at the last minute there, he just saved us all drinking off milk. Off milk while he was loading his machine Always forgiven. <laughs> Always forgiven. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't want to throw a spanner in the works here, Steve. Go on. But Min in Lincolnshire yeah. has thrown this one in. Jason and Steve, it blew my mind when I found out that bees fart. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We're in a real quandary here, people. I don't oh, know what to. These are too good. I don't know what to. I don't know where to work this out. So is that what that noise is? Buzz. That's just a constant fart. Constant fart. Constant bee fart. Yeah. That bee just Whoa. fart. Can you smell honey? You farted. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so we've got Emily, illegal to import potatoes from Poland. Gary, okay. Al Capone invented the expiration date. Anne-Marie, space station, 2nd of the 11th, 2000. Min, bees actually fart. Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah. Go on, Steve. For me, it is between Al Capone doing the yeah. sell-by dates and I'm yeah. still obsessed with the the old pirate eye trick. <laughs> oh, wow, right back to Debbie and the pirate eyes. Hang on, look at me downstairs eye on. I can't see yet. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's where I kept that, them cold bullions. I think I'm going Al Capone. For me, it's Al Capone. Al Capone. Oh, that's just a great fact, isn't it? But which one's making you want to Google it the most? That one. (laughs) More than illegal to import potatoes from Poland. You don't want to know why? No, because, well, not as much as I want to know why Al Capone is somehow getting all the sort of trading standards peoples together and going, listen, guys, (laughs) listen, all right, no, no trouble. I just want to say I had a bit of a bad egg last week. So, is there anything we can do? <laughs> All right. Well, that's that. We'll go with that then. We're going to go with Gary uh, and the Al Capone invented the sell-by date. I hope to goodness it passes all the tre- all the checks, mm, and that is true. Uh, a Jason Manford Absolute Radio Egg Cup is heading your way. Jason Manford Absolute Radio. We're Matters. A new survey, Steve, has revealed that some hotel guests actually have some non-traditional food orders when ordering their breakfast. Uh, okay. 
interviewed uh, owners of 6,600 bed and breakfasts, revealing the weirdest requests they've had when it comes to the breakfast. Um, what's your what's your go-to breakfast? You, you're like a kipper, don't you, when you're out and about? If I was out and about, I'd have a kipper. But, you know, yeah. if I'm just at home, I'll just have... I'll just have a bit of toast, really, or maybe a bacon sandwich. You know, ease, oh, yeah. ease. Nice. All right, well, here's some of the weirdest breakfast orders that they've had, okay? Um, <laughs> this one is cornflakes, but with Carling Lager. That's weird. That's not I mean, right, you've got a problem, That's basically. an intervention, mate. If you're ordering that, yeah, someone needs to yeah. stage an intervention. That's, you've got a problem. I mean, I've never That's tried cool. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. We're, we're yeah. mocking, Steve. But yeah, never tried it. Delicious. Yeah. I mean, on Rice Krispies, you'd get double the bubble, wouldn't you? Double the crackle. <laughs> yeah, it would be snap, snap, crackle, crackle, pop, pop. Yeah. That could really work. Um, what about this? Somebody ordered scrambled egg on toast, but with no egg. <laughs> That's just toast, isn't it? <laughs> it's just toast, mate. Um, a bag of uncooked pasta and a jar of Lloyd Grossman's tomato and garlic sauce, which the guest then cooked inside the kettle in his room. Mm, that's that's odd, just isn't it? weird, isn't it? I mean, how much do you like that that sauce? That you've... That's yeah. That's I'm not sure odd. you can cook, but would the kettle just keep turning itself off? Would you have to keep turning the kettle on every time it boiled? <laughs> every time it boiled, yeah. Or just rest something on the thing. That sounds like that a fire hazard. Sense. It does really. Uh, smoked salmon and scrambled eggs for the dog. Somebody ordered. That's a posh dog. Yeah, that's a posh dog. What about this? Weetabix, but spread with marmite. What? <laughs> <laughs> you heard. So, you like Weetabix? You like marmite? Do you like them together? I've never tried it because it isn't in somewhere in the northeast. They do have. They put butter on Weetabix. This is the yeah, thing. Yeah, I think. Have, that's right. They have them as but this is just. They've not even missed the butter out here. They've just gone straight to the marmite. Oh, I mean, again, it sounds very. Dry and salty, mm. doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound fun, does it? Unless you're like your it face in. would sink into itself when you took a bite of it. All <laughs> moisture just it sucked out your tea. eyes. Be odd, yeah. King prawn vindaloo with a bald egg. Somebody ordered for breakfast. That's a vindaloo. For breakfast. That's not a breakfast. That's, that's not, not a breakfast. That's not a break of the fast. That's no, 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 no. no. Uh, yogurt with pepper. Mm. Mm, if you like pepper, I can see why. I'm surprised nobody's done that because they still put chili and everything there. Don't you think they'd be like Actually, a chili yogurt? Yeah, yeah maybe pepper should be the next thing. Yeah. Um, smoked salmon and HP sauce. I mean, that's not. If you like, the it goes on anything, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a bit weird. It does, to be fair. Steak and spaghetti. What? Steak okay. for breakfast? Fine. Yeah. I mean, well, you I, just I had steak, steak and breakfast. egg for breakfast, didn't you? But if that's but carb, isn't it? You went for protein. That you've got yeah, a lot of carb and, with the pasta, haven't you? Well, steak and spaghetti, yeah. I guess it's a, certainly balanced. Uh, a plate of fried onions, five rashes of bacon in porridge. Mm, okay. Mm, maybe. Salt. I guess when I was growing up, one of the things they used to suggest with porridge was salt. Mm, just sort of Scotland, they still do it quite a lot, don't they? Yeah. I, I think that might work. That could work. That could work. A curry omelette. That sounds nice. What's if you make a curry omelette, just sort of um, just some, put know. some sort of cumin in the eggs or something? I don't know. Yeah, um, and eggs, but with Liam Perrin sauce. That's mm. all right. That that's not that too weird, actually. No, that's all right. Yeah. 
Thomas Messett, uh, who ran the survey, uh, chicken steak, garlic pasta and curry are unusual choices for breakfast, but I guess that one of the pleasures of a holiday is that we're able to enjoy ourselves whatever time of day it is. Just being extravagant, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Make me, I, um, I don't know, I'll have a curried omelette. Yeah, go on, let's try that. <laughs> Do that. Well, t- no, and then after, I'll have Weetabix with... Marmite on them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, sir. If, if someone, if someone ten years ago or fifteen years ago would have said one day people would be having avocados for breakfast, I'd have mm. said what? Yeah, that's mad. So mm. you know, maybe it's just of its time. Maybe it's just not happened yet. Maybe these people are ahead of their time. Maybe, maybe. Could be. Let's start experimenting at breakfast time a bit more. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. I hope you enjoy your summer holidays. Enjoy your camping, Steve. Mm, Will do. Try my best. Yeah, enjoy your time. Um, uh, Me and Steve are off now for the next two weeks. Uh, We'll have a little uh, little holiday of our own, Steve. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. No, not a break. (laughs) It'll be nice. I'm going to do something. I'm going to work it out. But uh, anyway, we'll be back uh, in, uh, well, not in three Sundays essentially uh, for more of whatever we do on this show we can't really describe it but it, it is what it is loads of podcasts to catch up on uh, make sure you have a little search for that I've also got a new podcast out uh, that I did with uh, Judy Love called The Feel Good Toolkit uh, that's available on Audible at the moment as well so you can get you can sign up for free for 30 days and have a little listen to that it's a, a really fun and funny podcast all about um, sort of you know trying to sort our lives out essentially so if you feel like you need to sort your life out have a little look for Jason and Judy's feel good toolkit we'll see you in a few weeks time have a lovely Sunday have a great summer